Hello there, family. What's up? I didn't see you there. What's going on, family? How you guys doing? And welcome back to another edition of Crenshaw Corner. I am your host, Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the absolute best part of my day. That's me, y'all. What's up? The wind beneath my wings. The rib that completes me. What happened? You're completed. Uh Uh-uh, what happened? You didn't say that about my noise. I was going to let that go. It's just, (laughs) it's just, you know, you got that little kid. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to take it back for a moment. (laughs) Do you remember one of my favorite shows? Mm -hmm. Um, Was it early 2000s? Early to mid 2000s. There was a particular character. Mm -hmm. His name was Stewie. Who was Stewie? Stewie, actually. His name was Stewart. On what show? Mad TV. No. And his favorite line is, Oh, it's, let me do it. Uh, yep. And look what I can do. Let me do it. Look what I can do. Yeah. And uh-huh. he, he would just do something random. Yeah. That's what that reminds me of. You remind me of Stuart with the just, look what I can do. So, you know, when you have that, you just, you, you just, just look past it. Look past you roll with it. You just roll with okay, it. Got it. And you look past yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me do it. The Laura to my Stefan. Hold on, wait. Okay, we did the wait, wait. We did the wings. Huh? Okay, the wind with my wings. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But we missing one. The rib that completes me. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We missing one. What? I said the best part of my day. Oh, best part of my day. Okay, great, great, great. I want to be all things. You, you're nope, all, the apple of your eye. The come, apple. Come on now. Of my eye. I want to be the apple, the wind, the wings. I want to be it all. Okay, thank you. You are something right now, but it ain't um. <laughs> It ain't really PG. I'm just saying, I'm, I want to be it all. So, well, Hi. you you all some things right now, but it, I can't really say it because this is a family friendly program. Is a family Most friendly of the times, we try to be Christian, so I yes. I try not to say everything to be coming into my mind. Keep it to yourself. But you are the Laura to my Stefan. Mm-hmm. Laura and Stefan. Laura. Yeah, I was gonna say General Hospital, but that's Laura Duke. and Luke. That's okay. Luke and Laura. Luke and Laura, Laura. First of all, this one, no, for real. If you don't get this one, I'm taking your culture card away from you. Then my culture card has to go. I'm taking it know. away from you, though. Oh, family matters. Family matters, man. I had to think about that, Laura. That's why I say, if you don't get this one, I'm taking your culture well, see, card I had away to from sing. you. You see, when I started singing, Laura. When you Stephane. started singing, we lost listeners. Laura and Stefan. And, and, and then I realized that's what it was. What is going on, family? <laughs> what is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw. Guys, what is going on? What's family, up? Family, that is my wife, family. What family, is that up? is my wife. Come on now. Nothing much, babe. How have you been? I am doing fantastic. You doing good? You looking good? Thank you. Feeling good, looking good, being yeah. good. I, I don't know about being good. Being good. But you are looking good, and I'm glad you are Thank feeling good. You. But uh, we'll work on that um, being good later. I'm being good, everybody. I don't know what Sanchez is speaking of. Family, welcome. Hi, guys. Family, welcome to the program. Yes. Whether this is your first time listening. Mm. Or whether you've listened to all episodes. My goodness. Family, we thank you. Thank you guys so much for real, for real. And however you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, yes. whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, yes. whether it's Amazon Music, whether mm-hmm. it's Google Podcasts, whether it's iHeartRadio, yeah. or on our own personal website at www.thecrunchalcorner.com. 
We thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you coming on, guys. Seriously. For our returning family members. What's up, returners? What's up? You already know how we feel about you. We love you. Now, the question may be, I feel like sometimes the returners, we know, no Crenshaw Corner. What's up with y'all? What's up with we, y'all? We only missed a week. We Listen, didn't... that's horrible. And yeah, then we gave is. no notification. That's the beef I have with the Crenshaw Corner. Well, that's the beef I have, too, sometimes. You know, that, I, I felt that like that. There was no notification. I felt like that was one of our people yeah. saying that to us. But but what happened is life life got in the way. Um, life, life got in the way. Life, we are still, life. it's not an excuse, but don't you love when people say that? Well, I ain't got an excuse, excuse but, but. Then it's an excuse that says, okay. But um, we are still navigating the waters mm-hmm. of your of you healing, healing. Yeah. Um, of the knee replacement. Um, some days are better than others, Some people. days are better than others. <laughs> um, we're not even three months removed from mm-hmm. you having your surgery. June 8th will be three June months. June 8th will be three, three months. months. So yeah. we, there's still some. There's still some rocky waters we're trying to navigate. A lot of doctor's appointments, Mm, a lot of physical therapy. therapy. Um, And to be honest, just sometimes Mm. that knee takes you out. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's what happened last week. Family was simply that um, we were trying to navigate the waters of of her healing and her treatment and and getting her back, not even back to where she was, but getting her better. Mm -hmm. um, Because back to where she was was two and a half years of excruciating pain. Yeah. So not trying to get back there, um, but trying to get her to be a better version of where she was. Yeah. And so, and that's what happened last week, family. It's yeah. just the waters, we didn't navigate the waters well. Um, yeah. the, the waters got a little rocky last week. Yeah, a little, a little crazy. Just a little crazy. Just a little crazy. But we're back. We're back today. Hi, um, we are guys. We're back today. We have an episode for you. I think, we I do. think we're going to talk about some things. We do. Um, let's get the housekeeping out the Come way on, real quick. Cle- house sleeping, sir. Um, not house cleep. I like house cleeping. <laughs> house cleeping. House cleeping. Um, once That's again. That's the house keeping it real. Is that what it is? You like, you, that was on the top of my dome. Yeah, you just made you it up on the spot, but I'll give that yo, to you. I, it was kind of nice, yo, though. It was kind of nice. For my, see, that's another thing about, people don't like to clap for themselves. Sometimes you got to pat my, your own back. Let me snap for myself. That was, yes, baby. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Carry no, on. No, you're good. Carry on. People need to understand that patting yourself on the back is not always arrogance. Yeah. A lot of people think that when you compliment yourself or you talk about yourself mm-hmm. or you give yourself kudos, people always want to contribute that to being arrogant yeah. or being narcissistic. It's not. Where a lot it's not because mm-hmm. sometimes you have to go to the the old philosophy if I don't praise myself, mm-hmm. who's going to? And if, if I don't believe in yeah, myself. Yeah, if I don't believe in myself, then who's going to? If I don't say something good about myself, and who's going to? And sometimes you just gotta pat yourself on the back. Yeah. And and for me personally, I ain't got time to be waiting for somebody to say I'm good, I look good, I yeah. feel good. I'm gonna go ahead and do that myself. I ain't got that kind of time no more. I'm in my fifties. Yeah, because ain't nobody got time. We are we are a society of <laughs> I want to talk good about you mm-hmm. after you're gone. Yeah, I want to talk good about you. Not even so much as death. Mm-hmm. And family, I think we've done with the housekeeping. We just gonna go right into a conversation. Mm. That's I'll handle the housekeeping on the back end. Get on the back end, baby. Um, but I think we, and this is not necessarily topic, but I want to stay here for a moment because yeah. I like I like this particular conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a society where when you're gone, either the relationship is, has dissolved, mm-hmm. um, the person has moved on, mm-hmm. or the person has passed away. Yeah. Then we want to start talking about the good things. Then we yeah. want to start talking about I wish and, and I remember and, yeah. and we want to start talking about how good people were. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times we don't have, we don't want to have those conversations exactly. when the person is right in front of us. Yeah. 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 When the person can appreciate what you have to say, what you have to say, exactly. appreciate knowing that they were appreciated. Appreciate yeah. Um, the one thing that I love about my wife 
is that my wife is a huge believer in a kind word goes a long way. It does, though. And because you never know what a person is going through. And what they need. And what they need. need. And a yeah. lot of the times, because we think if I can't give you money, if mm-hmm. I can't give you time, if I can't, if I can't, you know, complete a task for you, right. that I can't do anything for you. Right. When a lot of the times, only thing a person is looking for mm-hmm. is a kind word. Is a kind word. Is a kind word. Uh, one of the things that I used to let you way, way, way behind the curtain. Um, <laughs> my wife and I are um, volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, we serve at our at our local church, mm-hmm. and we have been. We've been at our this particular local church for oh. 11, 12 years. Eleven, twelve years. Yeah. Eleven to twelve years. Who's counting though? Who's counting? Just having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> and with within that time, we've always served. Mm-hmm. Um, different churches refer to this different things, but volunteer, serve, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we've always been a part of volunteer teams. And one of the teams that I used to be a part of, I used to lead um, or call greeters. Mm-hmm. And what those and it's really in the name. What we do is that when you come to the when you come to our church, mm-hmm. then we're there and we're there. To, we're happy to see you. and We yeah. hug you and we, you know, welcome you to being there. And we talk yeah. to you. and We just we just greet, greet you. you. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I used to always say to my greeter team mm-hmm. is that there is a billion plus people in this world. Mm-hmm. And you will be surprised at how many people out those billion mm-hmm. feel unseen. Yeah. Yeah. That they go about their day mm-hmm. and they feel like even though they're surrounded by people, even mm-hmm. though they have interactions with people all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they feel like that throughout their day, they're not seen, mm-hmm. that no one pays them attention, that yeah. no one sees them, no one hears them. Yeah. And you'd be surprised at how just a kind word oh, yes. to a person, just a a meaningful kind word where you actually stop. Yeah. You lick that person in the eye mm-hmm. and you say something kind. Yeah. And you leave it there. Yeah. You don't add anything to so it. You don't take anything away. You don't take anything away from yeah. it. You just say something kind. Yeah. And you'd be amazed on what that will do for somebody. People. Yeah. So I don't know, that's not the topic, but we were there. <laughs> and I just I felt like somebody, somebody needed to know that. I felt like somebody needed to hear that. Yeah. Somebody needs to hear that they're beautiful. Yeah. They are wonderful. And they are fantastic. And if no one tells you today that they love you, the Crenshaws, the Crenshaws. love you. The Crenshaws love you. And also we on the flip side, too. I feel like there's people like you in the world mm-hmm. who live by that philosophy, mm-hmm. but the world has beaten them down. Yeah. People have told them, people have questioned their niceness. People yeah. have questioned their motives. Yeah. People have asked them, well, why are you so happy? There's nothing to be happy about. Or why right. are you so cheerful? There's nothing yeah. to be cheerful about. Yeah. Do you not see what's going on? Do you not know what I'm yeah. going through? <laughs> do you, my favorite is, do you not know what you're going through? What you so happy for? You ain't got no reason to be happy. Mm-hmm. Don't you know your situation? Mm-hmm. I think I do. Cause I'm in it. I'm in it. But the thing is, mm-hmm. I, and that's, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm right now I'm giving your flowers. My grandfather used to always say, give me my flowers while I can still smell them. Don't yeah. wait till I'm dead. Give me my flowers while I can still smell them. Yeah. One of the wonderful thing about my wife is that no matter what she's going through, she's always happy. Yeah. No matter what she's going through, she finds the best in it. She finds joy in it. <sighs> and she knows what she's going through. She knows she's in pain. She knows she's hurting. She knows the situation's not working out properly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's being disappointed or maybe an expectation. Maybe she has an unmet expectation. Mm-hmm. But even with that, she finds a way to find a joy in yeah. that situation. She finds a way to still deliver a kind word. She finds a way to still be happy. And I need people to understand because my wife is not the only person like that in this world. Mm-hmm. And for the individuals who are like that, who can still find the joy in yeah. a bad situation, who even though, and 
family, you know, by now I'm a metaphor person and I'm a visual person. Even the person that can find the rainbow and the dark clouds, those people are treasures. And I need you to understand if you're that person, stop listening to the negative people that's telling you you need to change. The world needs more people like you. The world needs more positive people. The world needs more people Mm -hmm. who could look at a situation no matter how bad it is Mm -hmm. and still find some good that can come out and still find some joy joy and still find some joy. So for the individuals in this world, male or female, who are like that, that are able to find that joy. But right now you feel like that you're being beaten down or you feel like that you're being pressured and changing or the people around you who, who say they love you or are trying to get you to, to look at life a different way or trying to, to get you to come to their side. Mm-hmm. The Crenshaw's had to tell you, don't you dare change. Don't do that. We need you. We need you. We need you. The world needs you. Yes, your, your friend group needs you. Your family needs you. Your yeah. coworkers need you. Your clients need you. Yeah. you what, whatever walk of life you're in, you are needed. Right. That light that you bring, it, it needs to shine. Yeah. And I don't even know how we got there, but you know what? Everything that we do is purposeful. So I believe that that's something that needed to be said. It's one of our family members out there that needed to hear that today. Yeah. And be like, Ooh, Ooh, thank you so, yeah. so much. Keep being that light. So keep being the light. So listen, so babe, what you got for me? Hey, hey. so, you know, we've been doing, um, we first did the, I, I don't know what happened, but these, those, the last two that we've done, people have been like, girl, you and Sanchez, we did the um the first one we did about the yes yeah. and the um okay what is it called what, did what was you, the cost of doing business the cost of doing business cost of doing business um the cost of saying yes yeah um then we did the second one was the cost um not the cost of saying yes but we talked about the fact that how do you once you say yes and you have maybe you change something happened you have to say no yeah how do you handle how do you handle how do you handle if, that it was basically if you if you're no. If your yes has to become a no. no. And yeah. how do you handle that? How do you handle and that? And that struck a chord with so many people. So many people called me was like, had I heard that before I said yes to this? Had I thought about that before I did this? And, you know, and it was so cool. So I was like, you know what? Because almost those two those two things was almost like a self-care. Yeah. I think the yes, the cost of doing business and really, the other one. Like, really with, quick. Yeah, it was. Um, episode, so if you haven't had a chance to listen mm-hmm. to it, just going to do, do a little self-plugging real quick. Yeah. If you have not listened to kind of the start of this particular series, yeah. it ended up being a series. series about, how. Um, <laughs> but episode 177. Which mm-hmm. is that number is crazy to even say that we have a hundred uh, episode one hundred and seventy seven. Anyway, just let that sink in so for a second. Um, the cost of doing business, mm-hmm. and then the follow up episode to that, which was episode one seventy eight, mm-hmm. which was you don't have to like it. Yeah, and that was basically saying in uh, the gist of that particular conversation. Like you said, if you haven't listened to it, please go back please and listen. Please go back to and it. listen. But the 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 gist of that conversation was. If I find myself in a position where I initially said yes, mm-hmm. but life circumstances has changed mm-hmm. and now I have to say no. Right. You don't have to like my answer, answer? Yeah. or respect my answer. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the gist of that particular conversation that yeah. you don't even even if my initial answer is a no, whatever my response is, yeah. as the person receiving that response from right. me, you don't have to like my answer. But you have to respect but it. But you're going to respect, respect yeah. my answer. And I hope that you understand and that it doesn't put a divide between us, but do understand that. So I realize that yes and no is almost like self-care. 
Right. They are. And we have they, to be very really mindful be. how we take care of ourselves. Right. So when that came about, we started thinking about, okay, we started talking about a whole bunch of stuff, but then I got this thought um, about um, rest. I love your thoughts because your mind is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. The, I couldn't live in your mind, but your, your mind really? is, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't at all. So I started thinking about another self-care thing, which is the power of rest. Ooh, rest. Rest. Now, here's the thing. There are people who sleep and there's people who rest yeah, because so things. many people go, I went to sleep, but I still got no rest yeah. or I was, I went to, I went to bed and I was restless yeah. or I, you know, I just wrestled in my sleep. And so I was talking, just thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I want to talk about that for a few minutes. Okay. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because listen, okay. There was a question, um, between two um, podcasters that I listen to, um, one is Anthony O'Neill. I always talk about him. Anthony okay. O'Neill had um, Pastor Torre um, on his show, and they were talking about balance and and everything. Like I told, like I told you before, that yes and no. I had heard their podcast, and so they were talking about yes and no and everything like that. But one thing that Pastor Torre had said was, and I hope I'm saying it right. And if I'm I'm not, Pastor, I apologize. Um, he was talking about the fact that he takes three or four days to go away by himself right. to rest. He's he's married. Yes, he's, he's married. In a, he, he has he's a wife. He's married. He has right. a wife. And his wife allows him, like he allows her, or they do it together, however you guys want to say it, um, to go three days or four days or how many ever days by themselves to rest, embrace. And so many people could not wrap their brain around that like around well, that why concept. do you need to go by yourself to do that for three do you really need three or four days or a week to do that or why does she need to do that and i just want to talk about that with you just that's we're going to start with that and then we'll move a little bit further into rest okay but what's your thoughts on that because i didn't of course we didn't discuss it but what's your right. thoughts on that though well let me back up just for a second because mm -hmm. something you said because a lot of people get these two concepts confused mm -hmm. sleep and rest mm -hmm. they think just because they slept mm -hmm. they rest mm -hmm. and it's two total different things mm -hmm. this is synonymous you don't you can you can sleep mm -hmm. and never rest mm -hmm. i'm that person yeah. i go to sleep every night mm -hmm. i never rest never wake up feeling well rested. never wake up feeling rested, well -rested. never mm -hmm. the last time i did mm -hmm. it was about two three years ago. Mm -hmm. anniversary about two three years ago mm -hmm. we went to asheville asheville was that last that wasn't last because mm -hmm. before the pandemic it was before the pandemic so it was like two or three years ago mm -hmm. and but anyway um I like that concept. I actually do. I understand why people have an issue with it. Mm -hmm. I don't agree why people have an issue with it, but mm -hmm. I understand. Mm -hmm. But I love that concept. That because as as an adult, mm -hmm. we need a break. Yeah. We we need a break. Mm -hmm. We need a break from life. Right. There's I think what happens when you're people don't realize when you're being in a okay. There's one thing about being an adult in age mm -hmm. and there's another thing about being an active effective adult mm -hmm. if you're an active effective adult mm -hmm. you have responsibilities right. you actually live up to your responsibilities mm -hmm. your word is good right if someone if you tell somebody you're going to do something you follow through on mm -hmm. it being that type of adult especially as a husband a father um whether you're a pastor, whether you're a pastor or a construction worker, right. you know, there's responsibilities you have. Mm -hmm. And just being able to step away and decompress. Right. I love that concept because there's so many, there's so many adults that need to decompress. Yeah. 
and have a right to go away from all things for three or four days and just rest. And just be. And just rest. And here's the thing, not just sleep, rest, but rest in their mind, rest in their spirit, rest yeah. in their soul. Rest in their soul. Connecting with themselves, maybe looking to see what is it that I really need to do. I think a lot of people have a hard time with it because I think, and honestly, especially when you're married, when you go to your spouse and tell them something like that, you take it personal. Yeah. The other spouse say, like, okay, so but why you got to go away for four days? And like, what did I do? Why you got to be away from me. So, you, so, so what you're saying is you need to break from me, me. Right. You need to break from you and your children or, you know, like we can't do this together. And it just really has nothing to do with any of that. But I think the first thing that we do when you hear that is it's personal. Like yeah. it's me. It's the family. You run away from me. You run away from the kids, your responsibility and blah, 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 blah. And I think that's where the, the communication comes in at. And you sit down and you have that real conversation um, ahead of time. that this has nothing to do with you. I love you, well, but I got to love on me right now. Yeah, because with that, can we talk about the elephant in the room just for What's a moment? What's the elephant in the room? The elephant in the room that most married couples, mm -hmm. they don't want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Is that within most marriages, there's selfishness in most marriages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because, yes, I love you. Yeah. Yes, I'll do anything for you. Yeah, absolutely. But the majority of it is what you do for me. Mm, okay. What you give me. Right. How you complete me, me. in yeah. a certain, and not in the whole, not in the whole Jerry Maguire, <laughs> you complete me aspect. Yeah. No, not talking Ooh, about that. That just told people love when they heard that <laughs> But I'm talking about in the aspect of what I need from you. Right. And so, and a lot of married couples don't want to give that up mm -hmm. because once again, if, if you leave for three days, then what am I going to do? Yeah. Then, how am I going to handle How am I going to handle All the responsibilities. All the responsibilities. responsibilities. You're leaving me with the kids. You're leaving right. me with the house. You're leaving me with everything. Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do? Do I not deserve to have some time away do, my, I, myself? Yeah. Do I not deserve a break? break? Right. How do you get a break? Right. Do I not deserve it? Yeah. Do I not contribute as much as you do? Mm -hmm. Do does do I not work as hard? Yeah. And we go and we go through all these I statements. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens in a lot of marriages is that when a husband and or wife mm -hmm. approaches their spouse with a quote unquote far out concept, mm -hmm. well, you know, once a month, once a quarter, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, I'm gonna go away for three days, just me. Yeah. We start going through all these I statements. Yeah. I, 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 I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And never once do we stop and ask ourselves, well, self, hold on for a moment. If the person that's dedicated their life to me. Mm -hmm. Do everything. They do everything for me and this family. Mm -hmm. And that's vice versa with his husband or the wife. Yeah. They do everything for this family. They sacrifice everything for this mm -hmm. family. Yeah. They're here for this family. Yeah. They're at Little League games. They're yeah. at PTA meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, they work all day, yet they still come home and cook. They work all day, yet they still come home and do yeah. homework. They work all day, yet they still go to meetings at night. Yeah. And if they're, they're coming to me telling me that they need a break. Mm-hmm hold up let's talk what's going on let's have a conversation what are you going through what's going on what's overwhelming you mm -hmm. if we would have more of those conversations those right. instead of having those i conversation mm -hmm. have those we or you conversations right. and you ask the person well, what's going on with you what's going on in you right i, I don't think people will have so much issue with yeah, that concept with but that's just me and understanding also that sometimes don't have to be nothing going on with me i need a break yeah you know i just need a break i think another thing in reference to it too is it's a trust factor yeah do you trust your spouse do you trust your significant other because most people be like if you say i'm gonna go away for two days with the boys they're like all right you have a good time you know what i'm saying right. you're going out with the girls have a good time but now you're saying something totally different and so foreign so you're saying you by yourself 
with with nobody to spy with nobody, on you. Nobody, nobody to go with you. With nobody to report back to me days, what you're doing, right? If that and if that becomes an issue, then that's a trust issue, yeah. and that's something you really have to talk about. Do you not? Do you not trust each other? Because I do, I do believe that it works so well because. The same way, like you said, once a quarter, once a month, whatever. Right. No one's going to do that once a month, but once a quarter, whatever. You should sit down and y'all both should have the right to do that. That might be something you want to input into your marriage. Like, you know what? Once a quarter, Friday, Saturday, Sunday's mine. It could be, it could still be in the same state or city, but I'm going to go away. Yeah. I'm going to unplug. I'm going to spend time because I want to come back and give you the best me. I want to give you a better version of me. A better version of me. And when I go away by myself and spend time with myself and become in tune with myself and spend time with God, I can do that for you. Because I think what happens as well is that we forget that within a marriage, before we became Mm -hmm. us, before we became one, Mm -hmm. we were individual people. Absolutely. That doesn't change. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of aspects about things we used to do mm-hmm. when you were singular. And yeah, certain uh, certain aspects have to change. Yeah, yeah. Certain aspects of your personality needs to adjust. Mm-hmm. Certain ways you live need to adjust. Mm-hmm. You need to accommodate. You need to watch because at that point of the marriage, you're taking your tradition, mm-hmm. you're taking their tradition mm-hmm. and you're creating a new tradition. Exactly. So, yes. So certain things have to change, but we are still individuals. Yeah. And as an individual Sometimes I need time. Yeah. I need a moment. Yeah. Because once again, life being an adult sucks. You kill me with that. It <laughs> does. Being an adult sucks. And I don't think anybody really prepares you yeah. to be an actual adult. Yeah. Well, you know, we as 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 human beings, we want to rush into everything. We do. So when we're in our twenties we wanna rush right into adulthood. But I wanna say this to you. Talk to me, what's up? It becomes an issue if you yourself or your spouse don't know how to be quiet, whether you go away or not. Yeah. If you don't know how to spend a quiet time with yourself, period. You don't know how to be with you. You be with you. you. You see what I'm saying? So it becomes a foreign language if you don't know how to sit right with yourself and be quiet and close your eyes and just be. You know what I'm saying? And if you bring that aspect into the marriage, even in your household, in the marriage, then it won't be so difficult when your spouse says, I need some alone time. I need right. a couple of days to be alone. So that might be something, too, that maybe singles need to, um, our singles out there need to consider, too, um, when you're dating. Like, are you okay with me having alone time and quiet time? I think those kind of questions need to be had because there's some people who can handle it and some people who maybe can't handle it. And I think that would be a good conversation as well, though, to have. Yeah. Um, if selfishness is the elephant in the room and I'm going to refer that to the Dumbo mm-hmm. that's the selfishness is the Dumbo mm-hmm. in the room mm-hmm. um, the Willie Mammoth mm-hmm. in the room mm-hmm. that nobody really likes talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. is something is that word you just used mm-hmm. and trust trust mm-hmm. we don't like having that conversation even yeah. though we're in a marriage even right. though we're in a union mm-hmm. even though we went before God and said, this is the person yeah. that you've entrusted to me. And this is the person I must spend the rest of my life with. Right. We don't like having those conversations, right. but I love you, but I don't know if I fully trust you. Yeah. And because a lot of the times, and if, if we have, because right now we're having an honest conversation. Yeah, I feel like we are because a lot of the times my trust issues of you have nothing, nothing to, to do, do with you. you nothing a lot of the times now there are some times there are some people that ain't real trustworthy in life mm-hmm. they working through some things they trying to get better but they ain't real trustworthy I we, get that we ain't talking about that but you knew that before you married them so y'all gotta work through it uh-huh. together work it out but I'm talking about the ones that are trustworthy right and a lot of the times 
if I have an issue and you touched on it, if I have an issue with you going away mm-hmm. by yourself, mm-hmm. day, two, three days, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and it and it's trust, then I need to really sit down and look at me mm-hmm. and figure out what is it about me mm-hmm. that that's the first thing that comes, that that's the first, first emotion, come, that that's the first exactly, trigger that comes. Exactly. What what happened in my life? What did I hear? Yeah, what, did I, what, what did I experience? Yeah, what did I experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I live through somebody else? Mm-hmm. Because if we're honest, let, let's have an honest conversation mm-hmm. real quick. Because if we're honest, a lot of the things we get, mm-hmm. we get from our parents. Yeah. And it, we get from what did they experience? Yeah, other people around us. Other people, right? Mm-hmm. But now, see, you trying to get off. I'm gonna stay on the parents for a second. Okay. You trying to get off the parents? You, you're on. trying to change my subject. Carry on. I'm gonna let you change my subject. Go ahead, subject. I'm, I'm, on this one, I'm gonna be Nehemiah. I'm standing on this wall. Go ahead, subject. <laughs> but a lot of the times, we see the relationships our parents had, mm-hmm. or the relationship our parent had, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether we were raised by both, we were raised by one, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And a lot of the times. What they went through, mm-hmm. they put in us. Right. The lack of trust, the hurt, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then they put it in us. And now then we grow up mm-hmm. and now we're in a relationship. And even though our spouse has never done anything to us, mm-hmm. we find it hard to trust them. Yeah. We find it hard to truly, I love them, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I can honestly say 100% in my soul mm-hmm. if I truly believe that they yeah. will never hurt me yeah. or if I truly believe yeah. they would never cheat on me. Yeah. I think it's not that they won. I think they just ain't had the right opportunity. Mm-hmm. All the foolishness. Yeah. You know, but given the right opportunity, Mm-mm. they'll yeah. go cheat. Boy. And if I let you and if I let you go by yourself somewhere for two or three days mm-hmm. when, when me not there, that's the opportunity. What that is, is called couples counseling. Yeah. That's but, what that's called. Because I think that you need the rest. You need to regroup. You need the time. You need to sit. You need to be quiet. The reason why you were able to sleep in, in Asheville is because we totally unplugged from children, family, foes, jobs, anything that's over the F. You know what I'm saying? All of like, it. I turned my job phone, so I turned every, my job phone off, all of it. All of it and just said, I need time to regroup and just sip some coffee. Just sit here. I don't wanna I don't want to have to answer questions and make decisions and right. or any of that. I just want to be and you have the opportunity to, to do that. Yeah. But it is a but here's another thing in reference to that. It is a choice to have to want to be quiet. It is a choice to want to be alone with yourself. And a lot of people don't want to do that. So we need to just consider that. Another thing um, that you need to set in, in in reference to rest is being resting from the world. Right. Right. And what I mean by that, resting from your phone, rest, resting from media and social media um, and the news and, and, and all these other things, like giving yourself your brain a break and a rest from that. I call it, I, I call it fasting, fasting yeah. from those things that is a, because I realize when you go rest from those things, cause I've done it several times and I just cut every television, everything, just cut it out. And I, I begin to really just hear my thoughts and I had great ideas that wasn't cl- like I could, they wasn't muffled anymore. Right. I, I was to- able to concentrate and really pinpoint the ideas that came to me. There's some wisdom to being quiet and taking away social media and TV and all those things. It's something, there's a lot of wisdom that you could get in those areas. So for me, it's a fasting process, but it allowed my brain to rest because your brain is on so much and it's absorbing so much information. Yeah. You have to rest your brain. I had a I had the privilege of having a conversation 
um, with a young lady. Mm-hmm. She's um, once again going back to um, us serving with our church. Mm-hmm. She's one of my coordinators, mm-hmm. um, and we were having. And she's a she's a therapist. Mm-hmm. She's a licensed practical therapist. Right. And we were just having a conversation, kind of along the same vein. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I had said and she confirmed even though I'm not a therapist I just play one on the radio (laughs) is that a lot of our problems and once again talking about rest a lot of the issues that we face as human beings and why we're not able to rest Mm -hmm. um, mentally emotionally physically Mm -hmm. we're not able to rest Mm -hmm. is because we spend so much of our day allowing so much information Mm -hmm. to just come in and just allowing information to just soak and just yes ma'am that word right there what allow allow keep going I'm yeah. sorry I wanted to just say that you just allow so much mm-hmm. to inundate us yeah where even though there's still so much of the human brain that we don't under that we still don't understand mm-hmm. and still don't have a grasp of yeah the human brain was not built mm-hmm. to have all this information inundate us so quickly it, it, it's so quickly it's so much mm-hmm. it, you know it we wasn't overload. yeah we wasn't built this way it really so much of us spend our day really in sensory overload mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out why anxiety attacks are on the rise mm-hmm. and depression is, is on the rise yeah, is yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're inundated like you said like i said we allow so much to hit us mm-hmm. where we don't even have time to process it yeah absolutely it's like the 24-hour news cycle has turned into a two-hour news cycle mm-hmm. you know it used to be that you had a story you know, whatever the top stories, at least that story ran for like 24 hours. That's mm-hmm. why they called it the 24 hour news cycle. Mm-hmm. Now, if you notice, if you're the person that sits down and watch the news, top story at 10, top story at 12, stop tour. There's, it just, it changes so much where you never had time to absorb yeah. the first story. Can I digest that first? Yeah, and that's how it is with our life. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not going to lie. You know, we're on social media as well. We use social media as a tool, but social media is a blessing and a curse mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Because you can get caught up and go down that rabbit hole and something that was, quote unquote, built for enjoyment just to, you know, just to see what's going on in the world. It took a turn because now you spend your time. Well, I'm not as thin as this person. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have as much money as this person. Um, This person is this person is everywhere. They're always on a trip. They're always they're always traveling. Mm -hmm. I don't get to go anywhere. Oh, look at their relationship. Mm -hmm. They seem so happy. Mm -hmm. But you don't know what it took to get that I, I go back to something our pastor said one time mm-hmm. he was like you know um i put these pictures i put these pictures on social media it would think it was a christmas photo of, of him and the family and we we put this beautiful picture on social media you know to show you our happy family but you don't know what it took to get there you don't know that just 30 seconds before the flash went off i'm having to strangle one of my sons to get him in place Mm -hmm. i'm having to wrangle in my daughter Mm -hmm. my wife is yelling at the other son Mm -hmm. but you don't see that part of it yeah and so we spend so much time in this virtual reality Mm -hmm. looking at these other people's lives and we spend so much time and next thing you know it's two three four o'clock in the morning and you've spent your entire night comparing your life to a photo of you, you compare your entire existence to a photo op. by a thirty-second clip on somebody's Insta page, mm-hmm. or a, a or a minute TikTok, yes. and you're comparing your entire life, you're comparing your entire marriage, you're comparing yes. your entire relationship, you're comparing your entire finances mm-hmm. by somebody else's thirty-second clip, yeah, or you, somebody else's two-second photo. You have to, you have to be so super careful. You have to 
take those things away because I love the word that you said was allow. Right. You allowing yourself to get that. You allowing. You have to be careful what you allow into your eyes, to your ears, and what you speak out your mouth. This the is Bible so, says guard your heart. Guard your heart, and so you have to be careful. So sometimes again, I call it fasting, but sometimes you have just got to walk away from those things for a while and be like, okay. I'm done. You know, the next thing you got to understand too, when it comes to resting, resting heals your body. For me personally, I'm just being very transparent. I don't know if, because I did not rest well, right. I don't, because so much was on my mind and I'm concentrating on all the physical therapy and I want to get better fast. I want to get better fast. You hear that? So I'm trying to do all these things because I want to get back to my stuff. I want to get right. back to work. I want to get back to doing this and that. And I think that me not resting well, I, I'll say I know for sure because doctors and everybody always say even even the couple of things that I've spoke to physical therapy and doctors one of the things they tell you all the time is make sure that you're sleeping yeah. make sure that you're resting and I don't think I got adequate um, rest like I know I know I didn't get adequate rest like I should so I could go through the healing allowing my body to heal from what happened right yeah. because that was a shock to my body that was a that was trauma yeah your body went through trauma trauma so not in, allowing my body to lay down and rest even before this surgery I'm not I'm not a person who takes naps and rest right I know if anyone saw it on Instagram where I put, okay, sis, take a nap. I have to tell myself now to take a nap like I'm in kindergarten. No, like, no, what daycare. Daycare. You know, but knowing that with rest, you have to rest your body, allowing your body to heal itself, whether you had trauma or not, allowing all of your organs to come together and relax, your breathing to relax, your heart, giving your heart a break, your liver, your kidneys, your intestines, your gallbladder, everything about you when you rest is to give your body this opportunity to heal itself because the body will kill itself yeah, over time given the right situation your but body will heal itself but if you're not resting you are wearing your internal organs out yeah. basically you're not allowing those things to come and just let you relax so that was one of the things too when it comes to rest and if if you're a person that's unable to rest because the crazy part is that they are a lot of people mm-hmm who find it very difficult Mm -hmm. to rest, Mm -hmm. who find it very difficult just to be still. And you have to ask yourself, how did I get that? What was, what was the the turning point in my life that made me so uncomfortable with resting? That made me so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with sitting down. Right. And I came across a young lady who said something. I I said this to you before, babe. Mm -hmm. And she was like, am I the only one that as a child, Mm That before you could do anything, before you could go play, before you could watch TV, before you could relax, before you could sit down anywhere, there was a list of chores that you had to get done mm-hmm. before you could. Or there was always a list of stuff that you had to get done before you could sit down. Mm-hmm. And now, am I the only adult that I'm not able to rest because I always have something hanging over my head? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself, what was my turning point? What was my ground zero mm-hmm. that got me to the point? Because like for me, I know it's it's just that for me. Mm-hmm. Because as a child, I was never allowed to just rest. I was never, I had to be doing something. There was mm-hmm. always something that I had to be doing. Mm-hmm. Whether it was cleaning my room, cleaning the house, vacuuming, dusting. There was always something that had to be done. Right, right, right. And now I've turned, I've turned into an adult. 
mm-hmm. where I don't know how not to do anything now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to rest because right. even when I'm even when I if my body's lying down, mm-hmm. my mind is still racing. Right. Because I'm all because there's always something that has to be done. There's always something with my job that has to be done. There's always something with the family that has to be done. There's always something with Crenshaw Corner that has to be done. Mm-hmm. So my mind is forever it's an racing. Checklist. It's an internal checklist, checklist. Mm-hmm. that my mind is always going through. Yeah. And it's, it's like those old cartoons or old movies mm-hmm. when a person rolls out a list mm-hmm. and, and the keep, paper just keeps keep going, going and keep going and keep the going. The scroll. The scroll. <laughs> and we're 14 miles down yeah, the road like, and the scroll is still, still going. going. Yeah. And that's my mind. So I say to family, if you're the type of person that you find it very difficult to rest, if you find it very difficult to be, to just be. Yeah then I need you to do a true self-evaluation mm-hmm. and figure out how did I get here? Yep. And once you figure out how you got there, take it little by little. Okay, today, <laughs> I'm going to lay down for five minutes. Just five minutes. Now, this is the tricky part about someone who hasn't rest. That five minutes. is a long is, five minutes. Don't do it on like at you, when you at work in the car. Um, and you're going to take in your lunch break because you mess around this nighttime. So I don't need you to do it then. Another thing that I realized in reference to rest, in order to have rest, you have got to have boundaries. Okay. Yeah. So that means, because here's the thing I realized, when you have boundaries and when you know how to say no, you can rest. Because yeah. what happens is when you do things that you do not want to do, there's no peace. And when there's no peace, there's no rest. Right. Say that again for the people in the back. Where there's no peace, there's no rest. There's no. And so you have to understand that you have to have boundaries of what you will and will not do. That is part of resting. That everybody thinks that sleeping is just resting. We're talking. We're talking about the whole facet, and this is not even the whole facet of resting. Right. So we're just touching just the tip of the iceberg of what resting is, but also knowing that if you have your boundaries. Right. And you know when to say no, that you can rest in that you can rest easy, that you're not doing things that you do not want to do, because when you do things that you do not want to do, it is heavy on your heart is heavy on your body and your mind and your spirit. And so you have to be mindful of that. So sometimes there's resting in the no. There's super duper resting in the no, you know. And once again, you know, you know, you know, you know. And once again, understand. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back to our last episode just for a moment. Mm-hmm. When it comes to your boundaries, please understand. Yeah. When you set your boundaries, mm-hmm. people do not have to agree right. with your boundaries. Absolutely. But they must respect, respect your it. boundaries. It's absolutely. They don't have to agree mm-hmm. that you said no. Right. They don't have to agree that you said, I won't do this before this time frame, or I won't allow myself, or I won't allow this to happen before this event mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. So under, they don't have to, they don't have to like your answer. Right. Right. But they must respect it. Right. And anyone who does not totally respect your boundaries right. does not care about you the way they say yeah, they, they do. do. Absolutely. So I need you to understand right. that. And that's another thing. We're going to touch on this an, another time as well. Mm-hmm. But my favorite word right now is regard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that we have people in, and I know we're not the only ones. We have people in our lives that we know love us, mm-hmm. but they don't regard us. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that they love us. But what they want from us is more important mm-hmm. than what what we need at that moment. What we need, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of people. And I'm pretty sure we're not the only family members who have this. So understand that when it comes to your boundaries, yeah, people may love you, mm-hmm. but they may not have any regard for you when it comes to your boundaries. Yeah. So that's why you have to stand firm in your boundaries. Yeah. You have to stand firm because that's where your rest is going to come from. Absolutely. When you start setting your boundaries and you start drawing those lines in the sand, yeah. those uncrossable lines, 
like my wife said, that's where the rest comes in. Because at that point, you have a peace of mind. Yeah. Because at that point, you have tonal vision where you're only doing things in life that you want to do that benefit you. Exactly. You're only doing things in life that God put in your life. You're only doing things mm-hmm. in your life that God has spoke to you about doing. Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's where the boundaries come in yeah, at. And you because have to have them. yeah, because when you when you don't set proper boundaries, that's when you find yourself doing things that a you didn't want to do, mm-hmm. and b you shouldn't even be doing in the first place. Right, and there's no rest in that. There's absolutely no rest in that. I think too, and I, anybody who knows me know I'm huge on life designs, right? Of designing your life the way you want to see it going. And when you design your life the way that you want to see it going, what will happen is what I've realized is that. Um, cause I fell off. I have, I have this whole life design, but I realized the moment that I moved away from my life design, all heck broke loose. Right. What I mean by that is my focus was off. Your focus was I off. was all over the place and I was doing things that had nothing to do with my life design. So then my life design started lacking. So what I'm saying to you is this, having a life design of where you want your life to go and what you want to do or your purpose, you perp- being purposeful on what you're doing will allow you that when people want something from you, you can say, no, if it's not attached to my purpose, if it's not attached to my life design, then I cannot do it. That's where the rest coming at. That's another way where you're resting because if someone asks you for something or you're, you're allowing this information, here's another thing. If, if what you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're talking about and what you're doing doesn't line up with you. And I'm telling you, I'm not being hypocritical fell all the way off like the cliff just dropped right I realized that when I stopped doing what was part of my life design I didn't I wasn't reading what I was supposed to be reading it and looking at what I was supposed to be looking at and doing all this thing and all these things then at that point I had no rest I had absolutely no rest because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing so once I went back and looked at my life design and go hey what I'm doing right now has what I'm reading ain't got nothing to do with what I said I was my future going in my purpose mm, what I, no no don't have nothing to do with that once I realized that and try to reel myself back in things got better so what I'm saying to you guys have a life design and if what your life design is or your purpose design look at those things and see what you're doing lines up with that because that's where true rest comes in that too because that will allow you to be like that since that's not what i'm supposed to be a part of i'm not gonna do that right. i'm not gonna go here i'm not gonna go there i'm not gonna be a part of this because not part of my life design and that's where you get the rest and so i just think that you have to understand that we need the rest for our mind body and spirit to heal without rest we're going to be in pain hear me again not just physical pain but without rest we're going to be in pain Period. That's what I believe. Believe what you want to believe. This is what I know for sure. This is what I. This is my experience, right. basically. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what I got to say, baby. I, actually, I think that's a good place to stop. It's a stop. Yeah. yeah. I feel good about it. You feel I good. I feel good about it. Yeah. Um, was that your final? Or do you have a final thought? Rest. I think my final thought is rest. Seriously, okay. rest and learn how to be by yourself and allow your spouse the space to be by themselves and rest if you have a spouse like mine that don't know how to do that then you need to talk to them about that and say hey I need you to incorporate I've been getting Sanchez to try to go to a hotel I'm like baby go to the hotel I'll pay for the hotel I got stuff to do that I'll be like baby go here go here go here he's so super duper hard headed but I'm gonna keep going until he does it you know he'll do stuff like if I take him send him to a massage he'll do it I send him to get a manicure and pedicure he'll do it but if i can just get him in a hotel by himself just him and the lord that's it just me and the lord (laughs) just you and the lord so i'm working on that guys i keep y'all i keep y'all posted okay i keep you posted (laughs) uh my final thought is gonna be 
Um, I think it, actually I want to touch on kind of my last thought I just had. Mm-hmm. Family, if you if you have never set your boundaries, set your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a person that needs rest, if you're a person that struggles with being just being a lot of it comes because you have not set your personal boundaries mm-hmm. because you you're allowed to be taken as as my mother used to say growing up you just just to and fro <laughs> you know you saw here wandering to and fro i can hear mommy voice to say that too hey, Mama <laughs> so, Linda. do not be afraid to set your boundaries mm-hmm. um and the people that truly love you and the people that truly have a regard for mm-hmm. you will understand yeah. They will understand and they respect and they will respect. Yeah. And then once again, you don't have to like it. Yeah. But you're going to respect it. I got something else. To I know say. you did. Come on, baby. What you got? <laughs> first of all, the first thing is realize that you deserve it. You deserve. I mean, okay. So I, sh- I should have turned the mic off. I should have <laughs> turned no, the mic off. Side, you really, really deserve it. You really deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. And the second thing, if you're a parent, you are showing your children. That's a legacy of rest. You're showing your children what rest look like and that they deserve it. And they have a right to go away and be quiet and be and have alone time and, and show them how to do it. Sometimes we have to show our children what to do. Trust me. Even if you think they're not watching, they're watching. watching. Right. And And so just be mindful of that. Yeah. And not confusing laziness with rest. Exactly. Two totally different. Two different things. So, family, we're going to end it there. Family, we love you. Oh, my gosh. We love you guys so much. We thank you for listening. However you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Amazon Music, whether it's Google Podcasts, whether it's Mm iHeartRadio, or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Um, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, which means we can found we can be found on the socials. Mm. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok and YouTube. Y'all pray for us on this old TikTok thing, y'all. We try. We getting Ooh. better. We trying to get better. Ooh, baby steps. Baby, baby steps. steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. All under Crenshaw Corner, or yes. all under the Crenshaw Corner. Come on now. And then you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Yes. Once again, thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Hello. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.